Welcome to the Right Fight Podcast. And man, that sounded different. I'm used to hearing Reggie do that for us. Um, and as you know, it's a discussion about how to live a loving life. I'm Kenny Vaughn, and guess what? I'm here with my beautiful wife, of course, Tammy. And uh, Tammy, we've uh, we've talked a lot about you for the last seven months. You've come up in a lot of conversations. I'm just wondering if there's anything you would like to say in your own defense. Um, well, probably I was thinking about this because I remember when you did the one podcast about our worst fight. Um, I don't know if the listeners remember, but um, we had a terrible fight and it was our worst one. And I don't even know, remember how many years we had been married at that point. But it was whenever that we were going to flip the house with Gabe, your brother. And um, we, you had said, you didn't, to me, you didn't give the full um, correct information. Um, Because you said that whenever Gabe called you on the phone and said that, that he casually mentioned something about um, you um, having to sign a contract. But in my defense, what he actually said was that you needed to go sign the contract then. (laughs) And uh, we hadn't even talked about whether or not we were going to flip the house or not. So um, that's just in my defense because you made it sound like I was the bad guy in there. (laughs) Mm. Colin, can we edit this or can I withdraw this question? Uh, anytime it involves my brother, it usually uh, takes Amen. a turn for the worst. <laughs> we love you, Gabe. We love Gabe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you. Uh, I, I know how it came across, um, and um, but I didn't. I, I also didn't have a chance to explain, and right. we spiraled out of control. Exactly. <laughs> and no explanation would have worked for three days. Yeah, but mostly because I had a, I had a bad habit of uh, of trying to sneak by with stuff, so I didn't have to deal with all the other stuff. But anyway, so now that we got that out of the way, I didn't know where that was going to go. Um, we started the podcast to talk our way through the right fight, and we just went chapter by chapter, and we wanted to do that because we wanted to. It's it's a hard subject, and it's hard to convey to someone what love really is whenever they have this preconceived notion. And even reading the book, I think it helps a lot, but I just felt like, you know, a a conversation about each chapter would help kind of open it up a little more, give people more understanding. And, and we got all that done. And I'm so grateful that Reggie was generous enough to sit in with us through, uh, through all of that and really lead me through that. And we really, expected that we would just end the podcast whenever we ended the book and then we would have that resource available like if you're reading the book if you're with a small group if you're doing anything else you could read but you could also go and listen to each individual chapter and be great topics for discussion and that kind of stuff but to our surprise the response has been better than we expected and there's been a lot of views and a lot of comments and feedback and so we're like you know what should we end it or should we not you know should we should we keep going and I think we're going to keep going. And we'd really love to hear from y'all. I mean, if, if, um, if it's encouraging, if it's helpful, if it's worth taking your time to go sit and listen to, then it's worth it for us to do it. 
But if it's not, you know, we can wrap it up too. So we'd love to hear from you. If you have questions, if there's any, anything you can offer us, offer us as feedback, you want to hear it, you know, we'll listen and we'll pay attention. And then, and then the way we're going to move forward will be like this. We're going to, uh, we have the Instagram channel for decent following there. And then for three years or, or so, we've been posting questions or statements. I hold this little paper sign. It's got a, a brief statement or a question on it. And then I try to answer that in 60 seconds with some insight, not answer. It's, it's not the answer to your specific problem, but it's an effort to help you see this situation or this hard question or difficult task from a different place, a, a place that I never saw before. You know, I, also, I always saw everything from my perspective, but from a loving perspective. You know, what would love to do? What would Jesus do here? So I try to do that, but the problem with Instagram is it got like 60 seconds, you know, and most of the people that watch a 60-second video are out of there in the first 15 or 20. But then there's a lot of people that watch the 60, and they're like, I have a question. Or what about this? And, and there's lots of comments on the videos and lots of questions. And so we thought, you know, how could we keep going now that we're done with the book? And I think what we're going to do is we're going to go back through those videos. And we're going to address some of the issues we addressed in those videos. And then we're going we're gonna to read some of your comments and, and try to expound on those so that the people who are looking for more in-depth understanding of what we're talking about there, trying to understand where we're pointing, um, we'll have better understanding as to where we're going so that's how we're gonna we're gonna move forward the first one is a is a uh, a sign we did probably almost three years ago it was one of the earlier ones we did but the but the statement on the sign was one of the biggest mistakes that most parents make and and then in the first in those 60 seconds there was a couple of things that we tried to touch on the first one was that your yes is yes and your no is no all the time. And I, I did that because when we were raising our children early on, um, my mindset was my yes is yes and my no is no. And, and it, got, it got a lot stronger as a yes and a no when I started realizing that my children would challenge me. So I would say yes and then they would keep asking maybe. Or I would say yes, and they would get a big old attitude about it. Or, and then, I, you know, then based on how they responded, I might change my yes to a no, and I might change my no to a yes. And then you start realizing that you're not leading your household, your children are, and that you're just kind of doing what they want you to do. And, and you know that's not right. And so then I took this approach of, you know what, from now on, I'm not going to do all this. There's not going to be all this bickering. I'm, we're not going to have. We're not going to. I'm not, I'm not going to argue with children. My yes is yes, and my no is no. And I took a hard stance on that, and it worked. And it worked like this: that pretty soon my children would ask me, and I would say yes, or I would say no. And if it wasn't what they wanted, they would go away defeated. They really didn't have any understanding. All they knew was when dad said yes, it was yes, and when dad said no, it was no, and there was no further discussion. And then my dad saw that, and he said to me, Kenny, you need to be careful. And I'm like, what do you mean I need to be careful? I mean, my, my dad was pretty good at your yes, is yes, is yes, and his no is no. And he said, well, your yes should be yes, and your no should be no most of the time, but not all of the time. He said, you, he said, you, want, you don't want to teach your children that if they want something bad enough— 
and it won't hurt them, that they can't get it, that they can't ever win. Because you said no, there's nothing they can do. He said, if you do that, what you're going to fool around and do is you're going to break their spirit. He said, your goal is not to break their spirit, but to break their will. And you may say, well, what's the difference between a spirit and a will? And I would say that that the spirit in this sense that we're talking about here is, is the willingness to keep fighting, you know, to keep trying to not just give up and lay down. And, and the will is my will, my desire, my, what I want at all costs. So you do need to break that. My dad was just showing me, you need to break their will. In other words, their selfish will that wants something that you know is not best for them. So they're not going to get it. If it's not best for them, that's not whenever you change your yes to a no, right? I mean, if, if it's not really best for them, it's not loving to go to say yes when it should be a no just because you don't want to hear the all the stuff that comes along with the no, all the continued questioning and all the hard stuff. But if you say no to something that really is not bad for them, it wouldn't hurt them, it wouldn't hurt you, it may make be inconvenient. It may, or, or maybe you said no just because you were in a bad mood. Maybe you were overwhelmed. Maybe you had too much to deal with. You don't want to even think about it. You don't want to deal with it. And so you just threw your no out there, and now you're not going to budge off of your no. And and what you're doing is you're, that's where we go from breaking their will to breaking their spirit. So you want to break their will, their selfish will, that will beg and be selfish and and just never-endingly nag and antagonize and throw a fit and all of these different things. That's not good. You know, we can't. If I say no and you throw a fit and I say yes because you threw a fit, I'm teaching my children now to throw fits, right? Is this making sense? I think that I struggle more with this than you. I think you're a lot better at this than I am. Uh, I think you handle it better. I think, I don't know if it's a mom thing or because I homeschooled the kids and I was with them, you know, 24-7. But I feel like I have a tendency to be, like, more or maybe overly protective or overly wanting to shelter them. And so whenever I, I find myself automatically saying no, like when it comes to something. Um, but then when I check my heart, then I feel like I need to maybe rethink my decision. And because like your daddy said, and like you, you showed me, we need to um, break their will and not their spirit. And I need to remember that I need to let them um, spread their wings um, and not be so protective on things and then I'll pray about it you know when I feel like you know my automatic response is no I'll pray about it and a lot of times I'll go to you and say help me help me see you know what the right thing to do here is yeah and and that's like super hard for me because I'm like whoa 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 (laughs) like you're telling me we should say no but you're wondering if we should say yes and then that means if if we say yes and they get hurt it's on me (laughs) (laughs) No, <laughs> but I but I do understand you're coming from a from a very sincere place, sincere heart, and um, and I think that's awesome. I and, and just so you know, I mean, I, I share the same feelings. Like I, I'm, I, it, I don't, I want to say what's easy, and what's easy is what makes my child happy. So 
when they ask or whenever we're dealing with anything that's a yes or no situation, you know, what I want to do is I just want to make them happy. I want everybody to be happy, but, but that's how I feel. But if, and I think we got to sit down and think about this because the truth is what we really want is what is best for our children. And sometimes that doesn't make them happy. And then that's really hard to do. You know, it's one of the hardest things in the world to me is to say no to my children when it'd be so easy for me to say yes, but I'm aware that doing so is really not best for them. So we want to protect our children, but we, we get caught up and, and, and fail to realize that, that just making them happy all the time isn't protecting them. That we're teaching, we're teaching, so another, I guess what I'm trying to say, we're teaching them something with everything we do and everything we say. And we're painting a picture for them uh, in some ways of who who they should, we believe they should grow up to be. And whenever we're always just saying things, doing things that makes them happy, and we saddle them with this burden to say things, do things that makes everybody else happy, and they go through life just trying to make everybody happy, and you can't do that. And it's selfish anyway. I mean, the whole reason that I want to just make my children happy isn't just for my children it's also for me you know it's like i just you know it's easy whenever the hearts it's, it's a lot harder to actually protect our children and so um i understand that it that it's harder for you and um sometimes but it's also hard for me but i don't know that you know that's the difference in a man and a woman you know um that i'm so grateful for. like i don't know how like I would be hopeless without you, you know? I mean, without your ability to love and to correct correct and guide me and help me love my children. One of the things I never thought about before we got married was what kind of mom would my wife be? All I was thinking about was what kind of wife I wanted, you know? And and what was I going to get, you know? All my expectations, which we've talked about, love doesn't have expectations, and it's taking time to learn, but there's just nothing greater than knowing that, that the children you love had an amazing and loving mom, and then that we can be there to uh, to sharpen each other, and um, that's an awesome thing. A couple of things we could, uh, we could we, that I would like to touch on just quickly is whenever I punish my children, um, you know, which that's a lot of times that's what this comes down to. It's like okay, I said no or I said yes, and and th- you start throwing a fit. Well, when, once you start throwing a fit, it, you kind of prevent me from changing my mind. And so I would tell our, I, I finally got to the point where I would tell our kids this. I'd be like, Faith, listen, baby, um, you know what? I said no, and my no might have been a little selfish. Like, I didn't want to deal with it. There was something else going on. Like, I, like I'm, I'm already rethinking this and thinking, I sh- maybe I shouldn't have said no. Maybe I should have said yes. It's okay if you ask me again. But now that you're throwing a fit, I have a whole new problem. And it's not just that I wish I could have said yes, it's that I, I can't allow you to manipulate me with fits to say yes, not just because I'm getting manipula- manipulated, but, but because I'm teaching you that if you throw a fit, you get what you want. And the bigger fit, and if, if the first fit doesn't work and you throw a bigger and a bigger and a bigger one, I'm just teaching you how far you have to go to get what you want. And so now I'm stuck. Like I said, no, I wish I'd have said yes, but I can't say it anymore. So one of the, 
you know, when you're talking about two, three-year-old kids in the beginning, and you're like, I can't explain all this to my kid. Well, I think you can. That was the incredible thing that I learned was, was that I could go to faith and say, listen, baby, I need you to calm down for a second. Um, and I could actually say, I said no, and here's why I said no. And, I, and I'm just sitting here thinking, I probably should have said yes. You know, I mean, I didn't want to deal with all of this, but I probably could have said yes. But we got a whole new problem now, baby. You're throwing, you've thrown a fit. And anytime you throw a fit, you can just know that from there, you make it almost impossible for me to change my mind, even if I could have. I mean, you, I can't reward your fits. And then I actually tell my child, and I know you may think, I mean, this is too deep for children. It's really not. They get it. I mean, you'll see the lights come on when you talk to them. Like the first time I sat down and talked to them, I was like, are they going to understand? They totally understood. And they, and they stopped throwing a fit and they started listening, you know? And I just said, you know, the reason I don't want you throwing fits is because, baby, if, if you throw fits, no one's going to want to be around you. You know, you're, 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 it's, it's, it's not going to make you a better person. Do you like anybody that throws fits all the time? Nobody does. You know, I want you to be, I want you to live a loving life. And so then I started learning to actually talk to them and explain to them why. Why I said yes, why I said no, and even ask them why they did what they did, you know. And so I know this takes a little more time. It is a little harder, but it's not nearly as time-consuming as you, t- as you think. It's only just a few minutes. So they're in timeout, used to. I put them in timeout from a distance, and then I'm sitting on the couch, staying inside, flipping channels, whatever I'm doing. And then somebody says, oh, Dad, it was supposed to be five minutes. It's been 15, you know, <laughs> because I forgot. And then I'm like, hey, Faith, you can get out now. And then she comes out and goes about her on her way. But that's missing the greatest opportunity. Like the, all, everything that just happened set up an opportunity for us to communicate about things that should be different. And the, the opportunity can be seized right then. And that, so that's when I learned, hey, you know what? Can't just put them in. I got to get them out. And getting them out, I need to go down there, open the door, sit down with them on the floor in the bathroom, wherever they are, and just say, hey, baby, I don't, I don't want to do this. This is why I did it. This is why I'm always going to do it when you do this. Like 100% of the time, I'm never going to help you be this way because it's not best for you, because I love you. And, man, that just radically changed a lot of things for me and the kids. did it in love and always made them feel loved you know gave them a hug after and sent them on their way yeah all that was after the fit that i threw when it went down you know or whatever so um so yeah explain to them why and then i would say i'll wrap this up with this i would say um long punishments especially for young children are not a great idea you know, you're, you're better off being quick and stern and brief and then and then let them know, hey, don't, you know, don't set, don't, whatever you do, don't do this. Don't do something, if whatever they did, do something that drags out for two or three days. You really, even for hours, you know, it's like, okay, I punished you. We did all this. You've paid the price, but I'm going to hold it over your head for the next few days with the way I treat you, the way I look at you, the way I talk to you, all these different things. So, I mean, I think, I think it's so healthy if when that's over and you talk to them, then you hug them, you tell them you love them and let's go play. 
You know, let's go get an ice cream. Let's just let them know that, okay, that's over. It's done. Now we're moving on. So uh, that helped me help the kids. Helps everybody. Does that make sense? Okay, well, that concludes the first episode of the Right Fight podcast with Tammy. Hopefully there'll be more. But thank y'all for joining us and uh, trust God's word no matter what. And keep your eyes on the horizon. Thanks for listening to the Right Fight podcast. Make sure to check out Kenny's book, The Right Fight, for more on how to live a loving life. It's available on their website, shieldsofstrength.com, Audible, and all digital platforms. If you have any questions for the podcast, you can email support at shieldsofstrength.com and put podcast as the subject. And make sure to follow Kenny on Instagram and TikTok at John Kennedy Vaughn. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.